Welcome to Peg Plants Podcast, brought to you by Peggy Riccio, a horticulturist and garden speaker, writer, and podcaster in Northern Virginia. Peg Plants Podcast provides news about gardening events, books, plants, and products for the Mid-Atlantic gardening community. There is light at the end of the tunnel. The American Horticulture Society has started up their travel study programs again. This has been on my bucket list. It's something I want to do when I retire. This fall, they'll host a trip to the Gardens of Bavaria, September 3rd through 11, and another trip to the Gardens of Provence, October 1 through 10. And in July, from July 7 to 9, they'll host a virtual National Children and Youth Garden Symposium, which is an annual event that usually is in person, but will be virtual this year. Anybody can register and attend. Check out their website at ahsgardening.org. I bring up the American Horticulture Society as a way to inform new gardeners of organizations to join. As you know, there's many new gardeners because of the pandemic, but they may not know that there's an incredible infrastructure of clubs and societies to join to learn about gardening, make new friends, help the environment, and landscape their neighborhoods. I list them on my website, but here are a few to consider. And some of these have pivoted very well during the pandemic and have been using Zoom to have online meetings. And many are starting their activities up again, like the American Horticulture Society's travel program. So one organization to join is the American Horticulture Society, which is a national membership organization. All these websites and all this information will be on my peg plant website under garden clubs on the right hand side. Another organization to check out is the National Garden Clubs, which has 50 state garden clubs that are further broken down into regional clubs and local clubs. So here in Virginia, we have the Virginia Federation of Garden Clubs, and in Maryland, they have the Federated Garden Clubs of Maryland, and the DC area is the National Capital Area Garden Clubs. Then there's also the Garden Club of America, which is headquartered in New York, and they have various local clubs like the Garden Club of Chevy Chase, Maryland, the Trowel Club, and the Georgetown Garden Club in DC. In the state of Virginia, we have the Garden Club of Virginia, and then there are many local chapters of plant societies. There's probably a plant society for every kind of plant that you can think of. There is a local African Violet Society. There's a Northern Virginia chapter, the Azalea Society of America. There's Baltimore Bonsai Club. National Capital Cactus and Succulent Society, Camellia Society of the Potomac Valley, and on and on and on and on. And these, of course, are very specific to this area. But if, for example, you were maybe up in New York, then there might be like a New York chapter for irises or orchids or peonies or whatever. There are many, many local gardening clubs and societies for specific plants. And then there's also the Native Plant Society. So there's a Maryland Native Plant Society and a Virginia Native Plant Society. So if you're looking for one in your state, just do a Google search with your name of your state and Native Plant Society. There's also many private garden clubs like Annapolis Horticulture Society, Bethesda Community Garden Club, Greenbelt Community Garden Club, Horticultural Society of Maryland, Sandy Spring Museum Garden Club, Silver Spring Garden Club, lots of local ones. And then of course, there's the Friends Of. So for botanical gardens and public gardens, sometimes there's a group of volunteers who get together and call them the Friends Of, and they support that 
botanical garden or that public garden. So here in Virginia, we have Green Spring. So we had the Friends of Green Spring in Alexandria. For Brookside Gardens in Wheaton, Maryland, you have the Friends of Brookside Gardens. And then, of course, you have the Friends of the National Arboretum in D.C. So there are many other Friends of. So if you're new to gardening, I just want you to know that there are many clubs and societies to join that can help you learn more about gardening and connect you to a wealth of information and experience and expertise. For upcoming events, we have on Friday the 28th, a webinar, Hardy Hibiscus, Free and Must Register National Garden Bureau. This is virtual. On the 28th, Friday is an online demo creating low floral centerpieces free and must register U.S. Botanic Garden. On the 29th Saturday is ground covers, great alternatives to turf grass, fee and must register online at Brookside Gardens. And then also Longwood Gardens is a place to check out for online learning opportunities, some of which are free. But right now, there's an online class to learn about orchids from now until September the 1st. There's a fee for this one, but it is virtual. And then there's another one called The World of Plants Exploring Horticulture from now until July 9th. And this one is free. New books, lots of new books. So here's a new book by Bevan Cohen, published by the New Society Publishers, called The Artisan Herbalist, Making Teas, Tinctures, and Oils at Home. And Bevan is an herbalist, gardener, seed saver, educator, and owner of Small House Farm and founder of Michigan Seed Library. He's very well known in the herbal world, and he has also written two other books centered around seeds called Saving Our Seeds and From Our Seeds to Their Keepers. Now, the Herb Society of America has just announced that it has awarded Bevan Cohen the contract for the creation of the Herb Society of America's Introduction to Herbs Online Learning Experience. So I'm really looking forward to that. Another member of the Herb Society of America is Susan Betts, who just published Herbal Houseplants, Grow Beautiful Herbs Indoors, published by Cool Springs Press. And she is very, very involved in the herb world. And she's also written many other books, which are Magical Moons and Seasonal Circles, Stepping into the Circle of the Seasons, Neighboring with Nature, Native Herbs for Purpose and Pleasure. And now, of course, her new one on Herbal Houseplants, where you can learn how to grow herbs indoors as houseplants. Another book that's new, not related to herbs, but it's called Tiny Plants, Discover the Joys of Growing and Collecting Itty Bitty Houseplants by Leslie Halleck, published by Cool Springs Press. And she's a horticulturist who has spent her 27-year career hybridizing horticultural science with home gardening consumer needs. She has a BS in biology botany from the University of North Texas and a master's in horticulture from Michigan State University. She is also the author of Gardening Underlies the Complete Guide for Indoor Growers and Plant Parenting Easy Ways to Make More Houseplants, Vegetables, and Flowers. Another new book is called Tropical Plants and How to Love Them, Building a Relationship with Heat-Loving Plants When You Don't Live in the Tropics by Marianne Wilburn, published by Cool Springs Press. And she lives in Virginia, but more towards the Maryland border. So you may see her in this area giving lectures and doing book signings. Marianne Wilburn is a gardening columnist, speaker and author of another book called Big Dreams Small Garden, and is also part of the writing team for the Garden Rant uh, blog or website. And in 2013, she began gardening intensively on 10 acres in rural Northern Virginia, 
and shares her gardening life each week on her blog called smalltowngardener.com. New plants. So lately I've been focusing on the world of breeding, specifically culinary herbs, and I've been interviewing uh, different kinds of breeders and companies because I'm going to be writing an article about it. But I learned that in the world of basil, there's been a lot of breeding efforts for disease resistance and delayed flowering. And years ago, basil was affected by downy mildew, and now there are plants that are resistant. Also, when growing basil, one wants to harvest the leaves as much as possible for as long as possible, so one doesn't want it to flower. So breeders are trying to make them flower much later. There's a company called Pan American Seed, part of Ball Company, that's produced the Everleaf Collection of Basil that offers late flowering varieties and a columnar growth. These are perfect for containers as well as the garden. They have the Everleaf Emerald Towers, which is the typical sweet basil with the large puckered leaves, and now a new Everleaf Thai Towers, which is a Thai basil. And you'll see the Everleaf Emerald Towers on the market now. And next year is probably when you're going to see the Thai basil one. And these are well branched with lots of leaves and a columnar growth habit. So they get about a foot, a foot and a half tall. I was given the Thai basil one to trial and I put in a tall vertical container. I think another use of these Everleaf plants, note the word tower in their name, is their growth habit so that they can be very striking ornamental plants on the patio in a container. So you may see the Everleaf basils for sale through Bonnie Plants or Chef Chef, but you can also purchase seed from Territorial Seed Company or Harris Seeds. I posted a few photos of these on my Peg Plants podcast tab on my website. So a friend and fellow GardenCon member, Kim Roman, who lives in Maryland, has a new book coming out in the fall called Ultimate Guide to Indoor Gardening, Grow Veggies, Herbs, Sprouts, and More by Creative Homeowner. And we were talking on the phone and she happened to mention a product I'd never heard of before. So of course I had to check it out. And there is this company called Click and Grow based in California, but clearly set up for delivery to any place in the country. Very impressive website and online support. It's a company that produces indoor containers for growing veggies, flowers, and herbs. It's a self-contained plastic container that you can put on your countertop, but there's also wall types and bookcase types. It has small LED lights above for giving light to the plants. So you insert a plug of soil and seed, like inserting a Keurig into your Keurig coffee maker. And from this plug, the plants grow and receive light from the bar above and water from the water tank below. There are several models and designs. I put a photo of just one of them on my website, but you can see that they're expanding their design options too. So you buy this uh, container, but then what you also buy are the soil seed pellets, and they even have a subscription for these plant pods. There are more than 60 plant pods, just think Keurig, and some are thematic like steak seasonings or calming teas or Asian cuisine or Italian herbs. And you just insert these plant pods into the container and then you can see them grow. And they also, of course, have a lot of information on their website so you can see this better. But when you see the ones that are the wall ones or the bookcase ones, you begin to see the possibilities of using this for growing food also as an interest, also as a visual interest type of thing. Like if you had a company and you had these in your employee's kitchen 
or if you had a company and you had these in your lobby where your visitors are coming in and sitting down and waiting and they see this as a decoration, a lot of possibilities here. So check out clickandgrow.com. This is going to be the Christmas gift for this year. Well, that's a wrap. I'd like to hear from you. And if you have questions, suggestions for the podcast format, or know of new plants or products, please email me at pegplant at gmail.com. And please visit pegplant.com, an online resource for gardening in the D.C. metro area. Sign up for the Peg Plants Post newsletter and follow Peg Plant on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and LinkedIn. Links to what I've mentioned are in the show notes and payment has not been accepted for anything. However, you can provide support by subscribing to Peg Plants Podcast. See you next week.